everybody. Welcome to another episode. I'm Matt. I'm Mandy. And this is another episode. Thank you guys so much for joining us again. Coming back to us right in the middle of our Christmas spectacular, I guess. I don't know what we're <laughs> calling Apparently every themed... Everything spectacular. Every themed show is a spectacular. <laughs> you know what? In, in fact, every show is spectacular <laughs> as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> Uh, we are right in the middle, and we are covering what movie today, Mandy? Uh, the movie no one has ever heard of, <laughs> the 1994 Christmas movie Trapped in Paradise. It's a classic, man. It I is. love this movie. And and no one, no one No one's knows heard it. of it. There's, it, there's a few standouts yes. that, that I've seen and, and had the pleasure of. When I describe it to people, they're like, I think I saw that once. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, fucking go watch it because it's amazing. It's so good. Yeah. And of course, uh, before we get started with this uh, episode, we always like to make sure that anyone who's listening along who's never seen it, which is probably most of you, you. stop what you're doing, uh, go subscribe to the Stars Network uh, and stream it (laughs) because right now it's streaming on Stars. Uh, Go watch this movie and then come back so you can join us in the conversation. Oh, we hope you loved it. And you're back. All right, we're back. (laughs) And of course, as always, we don't just uh, just discuss this movie between the two of us, me and Mandy. We always have a guest in the studio with us. And today, we are very fortunate to have Kalamazoo area comedian Derek Feltner with us. Very fortunate. Thank you. You're welcome. Thanks for coming. Yes. It's a a late night. It's cold. And it was a long ass drive through the middle of nowhere. Was I the first guest who had to drive through the night to get here? No, (laughs) we've done a couple of these double feature twofers here. Yeah. Okay. Watch but, for uh, deer. <laughs> I mean, it's it's essentially the same drive in the daytime and the night in this area. A little scarier at night. Yeah, I completely agree, especially when you have a headlight out. Yeah. <laughs> well, you can't like, I mean, you can't see like the dilapidated houses and stuff in the dark. Derek so. has a headlight out yeah. and my heat stopped working. So we both have a long ass drive home in the cold. Welcome to the car shame podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just had the, I was like the whole drive. I'm, I wasn't really worried about any, anything involving nature or, or animals. I was just more like, is this like. The type of situation where you just see someone walking down the road like with a machete. Sure. And you're just like, I'll just veer around them. And then somehow they're like. They appear. Appear in the road. Like Like a kid. A mile mile later. I'm always afraid I'm going to see like a dirty kid wearing a burlap sack and and be like, I don't I don't think I'm going to stop. Like I'm just going to keep going. Like, but then your car will just die as you pass yeah. it. You're like, no. Or some, it's no. happened. Some shitty 50s song comes on the radio. <laughs> and, and I you're can't like, turn it off. Yeah. You turn the car off, but the radio doesn't go off. And you're like, what the fuck? What have I done? I've made the wrong choice. I should have I turned left. It's my favorite Christmas movie. Yeah. yeah. Right. Speaking, right. Of, speaking of the Christmas spirit, guys, welcome to this podcast where we're discussing our favorite Christmas movies during the yes. month of December. Uh, Derek, we always like to ask our guests before we get started, how long had it been since you saw this movie uh, before we made you watch it for the podcast? I'm going to say probably six years or, okay. or so. Okay. So it was rolling around in there somewhere. Yeah, you were aware back. of the movie? A very aware. Okay. I mean, I remember when it used to air on uh, Comedy Central all the time. Sure. Nice. And uh, I would watch it because I enjoyed Comedy Central. Yeah. Yes. Uh, and I love Nicolas Cage. I was going to say at this point, <gasps> yeah. I would consider you maybe a Nicolas Cage aficionado yeah. at this point. Yeah. Yeah, this was. Uh, I, I mean, love him too, and and you know what? As Nicolas Cage fans, we really get a lot of shit, don't we? Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, with this movie, I know we're not into clips or anything yet, but with this one, I've noticed that uh, he's like on the borderline of going full Nick Cage. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. I was thinking the same thing. I was going to mention that too. Like, I think this era is right along the time when he stopped trying to be like an actor. And just started like being Nicolas Cage in every movie. Well, in like, this movie, I I don't. I mean, we're kind of like delving right in here. Sure. But um, the director, 
sucked. Okay. Um, like, <laughs> like it, George Gallo. To work with, you mean? No, or, yes. Or like, because the outcome was pretty good. Yes. And he actually later, he did like other good movies. He did like Bad Boys and, and okay. all that. So, and I love that movie. But no, he was such a horrible director that there were days that he just wouldn't direct. And oh. Nicolas Cage basically just gave direction. Okay. So Nicolas Cage basically directed this movie, but didn't get credit for it. Bummer. So, yeah, it kind of sucks that the director was so shitty and he was just feeling lazy and he just never gave direction. Do you think they felt trapped? Uh, they did, actually. <laughs> in, in Paradise? John Lovett <laughs> said the cast hated making this movie so much that they called it Trapped in Bullshit. Oh, no. Which I hate that because yeah. I love this movie. I hate that they did not like making it just sure. because of all of the crap that well, they had so to do. So I with. wonder what the problem was. Like, I wonder if you just didn't trust that it was going to become a good movie or like because I feel like in a lot of these cases, you get like halfway in as an as a director, you're like, um, maybe I don't want to put my name on this, or like you realize that it's you've created something shitty. It was like his first one. Like I, I really feel like he was just like that, you know, that kid in college that just doesn't try. Huh. Like he got the job and was just like he like gave up on it. Weird. I don't know. Yeah. I think they did a good job. I really I I'm do. a huge fan of this movie. I don't think he did a good job. I think Nick Cage probably saved and it. And I will say I'm a huge fan of this movie in spite of the choice that dana carvey made uh with his voice in this mm. movie it's a little bit too cartoonish for me it. i feel like i want to see a cut of this movie where he just talks like dana carvey do you know like, who he was basing his voice on i don't a cartoon Joe character Pesci? mickey rourke okay oh, okay I can and so when you think about how he like keeps his <laughs> lips all pursed <laughs> And oh. we're talking, I don't know, and we're talking about Mickey Rourke, like, pre-surgery. Yeah. And pre-getting so. punched in the face a lot. Because yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. he went he went to be a boxer at the height of his career as an actor, and people were like, Mickey, you're, you're a good-looking guy. Yeah. So you're going to go <laughs> take up a career where you just get punched in the face. <laughs> so this was <laughs> when like, his face yeah, was still made yes. of, when his face was still made of face. And it's the- so funny, because once I learned that, and I watched, because I watched it a few times for this, just because I love it so much. Yeah. And then he would make me. Make like deuces, or like the eyes now. And now I yeah. think about when he like kind of he had like the squinty and like well, the the voice. Like we will we will play and... some clips with it too, just so we. Know. No, are you sure? <laughs> Do you want me to just say all the clips? Oh my god! It sounds like you're doing the worst Trump impression. Just... <laughs> it was huge. <laughs> it was terrible. This is the, this is the greatest movie of all time. I yeah. am the that, best. That, that's, that's cream corn right there, mom. Yeah. Keep it coming. <laughs> And the, this is um, the best movie that has ever come out. I know you guys all tuned in to hear all three of us do our best Alvin Furpo impressions yes. Yes, over Alvin. top of each other. Alvin Furpo. Um. Yeah. So Nick Cage plays Bill Furpo, John yeah. Lovitz, Dave Furpo. Um, I will never not like a John Lovitz movie. I know. I can't. You tell me a John Lovitz movie, I probably love but the you movie. Know, the bench warmers. Really? Sure. Oh, I I'll love. T- I'll take it. Love Did it. you watch it? No. Okay. I have seen. No, you answered you that way too quick. Wait, that was, uh, is that Bill Heater? Header, yeah, whatever. with Napoleon Dynamite. Yeah, it's Napoleon Dynamite. Yeah, he, yeah he David re- Spade. Uh huh. Yeah. And um, uh, the main character is uh, uh, Deuce Bigelow. What the hell is his name? Yeah, Schneider. Yeah, Rob, Rob Schneider. Schneider. It's pretty yeah. painful. Okay. Right. I like it. I thought it was great. I mean, that's but was it like a cameo though? Like he just kind of showed up in the movie? No, or he's was like he a pretty char- in it? He's a character. Oh, weird. He's okay. like the banker behind. Yeah, he, he like funds all the all the cool things. Weird. That the banker. Right. Yeah, we'll have to get into. He that plays then. like the father of one of the kids that nobody wants to play, and yeah, sure, that makes sense. No, he's great. Yeah, I'll take it. Though. This is our right. second John Lovitz movie. Yeah. He hey, milkmaids, and... see the grass? Don't eat it. If I had your job, I'd I kill, kill myself. myself. <laughs> Love Sit it. here. We'll <laughs> see if I can dig up a pistol. I love that movie. <laughs> well, I always get stuck with these guys on the train. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it's so great. Pretty uh, 
impression uh, heavy episodes. <laughs> I, I mean, really, they, they leave it open. Tis the season. <laughs> and what about like in Wedding Singer when he's like, I'm reaping all the benefits. <laughs> Curtain. Yeah, <laughs> slow curtain. Yeah. Which, if you ever watch that scene again, the curtain pauses for a second, like it's going f- fluidly. Yeah, and that kind of like it just a little bit. And I'm convinced that John Lovitz was pulling the curtain, <laughs> pulling it himself. Yeah, and he like got hung up. He's like, I just gotta commit. <laughs> it wasn't in. It was never meant to yeah. move. It wasn't part of the scene. And he was like, I'm gonna do it. We're gonna see what happens. Sandler's probably like, Yeah, it looks good. Yeah, man. Looks like, good. Print it. Cool. Cut. We're good. Let's go play some basketball. All right. <laughs> All right, so you, I, I think you want to play a clip. Well, not necessarily. I just want to talk about this movie for a second. Yeah. <laughs> oh, um, this movie. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, so this movie is a Christmas movie. Yes. yes. Right. Uh, would you try to pawn this off as as such? Like, would you say like this is a of your list of Christmas movies? This is on that list. Mm. See, it's. I think it's one of those weird movies where it has a Christmas esque setting. Okay. But it to me, and only a couple times I actually mentioned the date of what. Of when the movie's happening, sure. Therein, which I think is Christmas Eve, they say. Yeah. Uh-huh. But it honestly could be just happening. It be happening in the month of December. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. Yeah, and I don't necessarily think this is happening over like because they clearly say like you're going to ruin Winterfest. Yeah. So it's clearly during those that season. Uh, they have wrapped presents under the tree that they give. Well, they say, do you want to do that on Christmas Eve? Yeah. yeah. And like, we're going to my family's house. That's why they all meet up at the Anderson's well, house. And his mom's like, I'm held, I'm being held hostage on the day that G- baby Jesus was born or yeah. whatever. Yep. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's, it's on that list of like weird, not quite Christmas movies that are Christmas, like Gremlins. Yeah. Uh-huh. Die Hard. And then Die Hard, of course, everyone's big go-to. Mm, I don't know, though. This is still more Christmassy. There's yeah. a horse pulling a sleigh, sure. you know. I thought this was very uh, like planes, trains, and automobiles in that same sense where they like try to get out of this town and they can't yes. with every method of or, transportation. Yeah, and totally. It's They're completely sleigh, stuck. a car, a canoe. And then they finally get on a bus at the end, yes. and it's just Jesus Christ! Like, let me leave this. Place. I love it when he goes to the truck stop, and wait about going ahead, and he's like, "Hey, are you heading south?" And he's like, "Oh, I'm heading to New York. Where were you five hours yeah. ago?" <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But so it's a it's a heist movie, I guess, kind yeah. of. Uh, it's a weird like buddy road buddy trip road trip movie, yeah. sort of an A to B sort of movie. Uh, it's about family. Uh, mm-hmm. It's about uh, how you deal with. Parts of your family that you're not really into. I got like, you're sure. It's like you're destined to become the same people. Like, you try so hard to not be uh, what your family is, but then eventually you just have to come to terms with the fact that that's what you are. I mean, even the Ma, I'm like, Ma is like a big, like, contributor to their criminal life. I mean, clearly she was in on the whole thing. She knew what was happening. Well, no, she thought the letter was real. eh, Maybe. See, that's all, like, I'm not so sure. I think maybe that was also part of a. Like she, a weird ruse, like to a get, lot, like a long con, a long con to get Nicolas Cage into the whole thing. Not her though, because she yells at the guy saying, "If you didn't have your letter, I think Alvin mm-hmm. is not a bumbling kleptomaniac not so at much no. as that he is a. I feel like he goes into the place and tests the waters and find out who's paying attention, who's going to catch me if I finally steal something big. Uh, no, you're giving him way too much credit. I, okay, but this is my like conspiracy <laughs> theory about this movie, right? <laughs> So Alvin goes in first. He starts stealing pens and just bullshit around the place to see what happens. And someone comes over and confronts him. Now they know what the plan of action is. They know who's going to approach you, how you're going to deal with things. No. And then John Lovitz comes in and clears the place out. I think that's their their no, duo. That that's makes, the team. Not only does that make it less funny, it makes like Alvin not as lovable. <laughs> so I'm going to leave it that he's just a lovable, goofy klepto. You're, you're trying to turn 
Dana Carvey into verbal from the usual suspect. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like it's all part of a long no. con. And it's yeah. No. And uh, it's just more fun for me that way. <laughs> you just have to ruin things with logic. It's great. I love that they try. Like it, it gives them a purpose. Like and so I also think that uh, John Lovitz when he finds. Uh, What's her name? Upstairs. Sarah. Sarah, Sarah. upstairs uh, Sarah, at the bank. Sarah, Sarah Collins. Collins. Yeah. Are you married? Yeah. During that Are scene. Are you proposing? And John Lovitz comes over and oh, told him so to go gross. find something sweet. sweet. He's, yeah. a, he's a diabetic. I think he was doing that just to get him uh, to not pay attention to Sarah. He's like, I don't want him. I want Sarah to be uninterested in us. So we have plenty of time to make this heist happen. And I think he was just putting distance between them. That's what I think is happening. I think he just puts distance between himself <laughs> and vagina. Yeah. Like, in general. All of them. Like, there is, yeah, I no mean, way. You could, you could say that John Lovitz's character was trying to, that was his, uh, his uh, I guess, power in the in the trio. Yeah. But I, I think I think Manny's right. Like, that's, just, that's just more of him, like, being like, hey, there's a girl. I know exactly what to say to her. <laughs> yeah. And, Matt, oh, and, he, and he says that and he's like nailed it yes that's right exactly oh he's so slimy yeah, he's he, he really is like even like up till the very end like the worst yeah like dana carvey comes around like alan comes around yeah he has like a heart somewhere yeah. in the middle of all this yeah i mean he kind of he's just lovable like i i feel like john lovett's character is not lovable at all sure like you really could like you kind of hope he gets caught yeah. like all- dana carvey no he loves the horse all right guys let's, sorry we gotta get it's yeah. almost like uh John, We're jumping around. It's almost like John Lovett's character stinks. <laughs> it stinks. It stinks. It stinks. Um, this is going to be so. If we ever do decide, see, I want to pull like all of our impressions we've ever done throughout the history of. We this. have to write this down because we did a shit ton. Of yeah, this I was going to say this is just going to be the whole thing. We'll just. <laughs> it stinks. It stinks. Um, okay, so the struggle uh, to not be a bad person yes. right off the bat in this movie with Nick Cage. He's presented with a wallet. Oh yeah, eight hundred dollars. Yeah. And uh, and that you, was 1994. I I I I I love it. He does a lot of that in this movie. A lot of the acting, uh, a lot of like repeating himself. Yeah. In what do you think about Nick Cage, Matt? Like as an actor, yeah, as an actor. Uh, like this area, this yeah. period of Nicolas Cage, I'm pretty into. Okay. Uh, eventually, he gets way too like eccentric and just goofy. Example? Um, I don't know. Like uh, he starts getting into movies that are just not good, like, like the burning, like Matchstick Men, yes, and all that, that bullshit. One, yeah. like, just stop, do it. But like the very early stuff, I'm into. And then I think he just gets lazy. I think he's just like, all right, it's time to just be this character forever. Because everyone says he plays the same character, but I don't think so. He he did lose a lot of money. Yeah, yeah. So, he, so I Didn't mean, he like buy an island or some shit. He, he bought like a dinosaur skull. Yeah, and then he bought like a bunch of stuff from Elvis's estate because he was married or tried to marry yeah. Lisa Marie. Yeah. Right. He bought a tomb in New Orleans, which I saw. Okay. For when he dies. Oh, so it's like an it's, unused. Yeah, it's a big, clean one owner. It's, type. A, it's a big pyramid in the middle of one of the old cemeteries okay. of New Orleans. And then uh, after he burned through all that money, you know, his agent was like, "Hey, you gotta start if you want to start making money. You right. gotta start doing movies." Sure. And he's just like, "Whatever they throw my way, I'll take it." There was a movie I just saw recently on Netflix that he's like uh, the parents of some kids. Mom right? and dad, clearly. Is that what it's called? Where the kids go crazy? No, or the parents, the parents go crazy yeah, and try that, to kill their own children? Yeah, it's mom and dad. Yeah. Really? Uh, and that was a real weird trip, but huh. that was on the verge of being like, this is clearly a creepy, uh-huh. like, weird... He's married to Selma Blair in that movie. Yeah. Okay. Which, where's she been? Right. right? Um. Yeah, like, this was a weird Nicolas Cage performance. And she hasn't aged that... Right. Like, at all? No, yeah. <laughs> so, he looks like he's married, Old. married way young. Yeah, well, even in general, even if she had aged... 
like she's so much younger than him like that's super weird good for him i like i just can't handle the roles where he has like major hair fake hair okay we know you're bald is is this real hair in this movie yeah i think so because it's thinning and it was a long time ago a lot of hats though a lot of hats and uh like like ghost rider a little full a lot of hats a lot of hats (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um i feel like in ghost rider like he had a like oh a, that was a wig yeah <laughs> it was really bad it was like the worst toupee <laughs> ever Dirk lit up when you mentioned ghost rider <laughs> oh my yeah. although i think ghost rider are it's a great movie sure i think that um con air is good even though he's like put the bunny back in the box <laughs> why couldn't you just put the bunny back in the box <laughs> that was a big problem i had with this movie too is none of their accents match at all no. and his comes and goes yeah. yes and it's sometimes it's very southern yes and, and sometimes it's just kind of nothing same with sarah collins like her accent comes and goes too it just depending on she's when she's like they're i bought a hey you know and then everyone's and then she's just normal midwestern is that her italian yeah <laughs> That's when her Matsuchi comes out. She's talking with her hands a lot. Uh, okay, guys, you're posed with this question. You find a wallet with $800 in it. What do you do? What do you do? You put it in a, you put it in a mailbox. You do? Like yeah. that's what you, if you found, if you walked out today, I mean, not here, because you'd probably think it belongs to somebody here, and I would not yeah. be your friend anymore. But, uh, <laughs> like, just rant. Like, you go to, I would you lose your here, friendship for $800. You leave here and go to Walmart, and outside of Walmart, you find a wallet with $800 in it. What do you do? Uh, I either put it in a mailbox, or, I mean, now, I mean, you now, can nowadays, find people. I, I could just find their house, which I think would be creepy. Yeah. But I know the problem is with if you present that wallet to them in person, they're going to rifle through the money right sure. in front of you. And if somehow you were the second person to yep. find that wallet, they're like, you know, there's $900 in this wallet. <laughs> That's what I'm always afraid of. And I, now I, there's 800 I, Then I would just mail it to you or just drop it in your mailbox and then knock on your door and run. I've found two wallets in my life, both of which were completely empty. Uh, so I just put them back on the ground. <laughs> like, I'll leave it up to some other good Samaritan. Like, of I don't course be, you would. Well, I don't want to be accused of stealing all of the money. Like, if I go return this to somebody... Uh, they're going to be like, where's my $1,200? You know, like, oh, I just got my tax return back all in cash and in oh. my wallet right now. In the, oh, well, in, and I found out there wasn't anything in there. In August. Oh, there wasn't. Yeah, right? Yeah. Uh, well, and very, something very similar happened to me. I don't think I talked about this before on the podcast. No, uh-uh, I, I've never heard this. Uh, so we were traveling to Texas, uh, my wife and I, and I had gotten out of work and just decided I'm going to sleep in the back of our van the whole way, like as far as she can drive, right? So I get home. I put on some pajama pants. Because I want to be comfy while I'm sleeping in the back of a van. And uh, we hit the road, right? And we drive for a long time and we get down to like the tail end of Illinois and we finally had to stop. So we stop in like a subway sandwich shop parking lot, right? And we're just going to sleep in the parking lot for a minute, switch places, and I was going to take off from there. So we did. I got up and we switched places. We swapped out. I went up and drove and I got down to like Arkansas somewhere. Or it was before then because we found out in Arkansas what happened, but... So we get wherever someplace we stop and I go to look for my wallet and it's gone. I'm like, fuck, I left my wallet back at my house. Right. So we scramble and panic. We're calling people we know. We're like, my wife's best friend had a key because we knew we were going to be gone for like a week. And so she's like, can you go to the house as soon as you can? Just ransack it and look for his wallet because we had I had money in it that I was planning to take with us. And uh, also my license and I couldn't really drive and I'm out of state. Yeah. And so my wife is like we can't go back. Like we're too far past yeah. to turn around and leave to go back. We'd lose a day basically on our trip. 
And so she's like, I guess I'll just drive from here on out. Right. So we're like, fuck. That was your plan the whole time. You fucking lazy prick. Uh, So we drive away and we, I mean, we're calling other people like, look outside. Can you check around to make sure just anywhere around where our car was? All the schools. They got involved. I called the missing uh, wallet hotline and, um, so we finally just said, fuck it. And we're driving. So we get to Arkansas and we go to a Chick-fil-A for the very first time. We've never been. And we're your wife paid. Yeah, she had to the whole way. It was a great trip for me. Um, so you don't have your wallet and you pick the the most expensive. Yeah, right. I had place. no idea. That's because uh, it was a Christian. And it was. Yeah, I <laughs> he knew felt like we need a God's Lord chicken. Guide, the Lord guided me into the Chick-fil-A. <laughs> and my daughter, I remember it because my daughter tried ketchup for the first time. Like she was old enough where she was eating like oh, French okay. fries with ketchup and stuff. Um, cause she was a baby. She was a, like, a, got it. Not you presented that in the way, like she was just, she's 13 ab- she and we finally, we from, let her ketchup. Yeah. We because let, it, was it was God's, God's ketchup. House. Yeah. yeah, exactly. We went to God's house and let her try ketchup. <laughs> they're, the his, time. they're his maters. You yeah. can have <laughs> it was the blood of Christ. Um, and while we were there, I got a phone call, uh, on my cell phone and it was a number I'd never heard of before, but it was like an Illinois phone number. And I was like, weird. So I pick up the phone and they're like, hello, uh, I, is this Matt Harper? Hello. And I was, I was like, yeah. And they're like, I think I have something of yours. And I was like, weird. Like what sort of weird ass movie? I was like, my kid's right here. So we're good there. Uh, and they're like, I think I have your wallet. And I was like, oh my God, where are you? Like, yes, you do. Clearly I don't have it. You, you have it. I'm right behind. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and the Chick-fil-A employee comes out. And like, Ta-da. Um, and they're like, we are in Illinois and I work at this Subway sandwich shop or whatever. So when I got out of the car to switch places with my wife in my dumb pajama pants, they just it just rolled out of the pocket and I kicked it out onto the ground and we left. Right. So I'm like, by any chance, is there any money? Because I think I had I think I had four hundred dollars in the pocket or in the in the wallet. Right. And I was like, by any chance, is there any money still in the wallet? And she's like, yeah, there is. And I was like, oh, my God. Like, thank you so much. She's like, there is $7 in here. And I was like, what the fuck? So someone took out all of the large bills and left the seven, left the, the small bills in there and just handed it into their boss or whatever. Right. Yeah. And I was like, shit, like whatever. I'm so like, I mean, uh, it's still a huge relief that you don't have to replace all your shit. Okay, not only that, but I, I am so stupid that I had my wallet, uh, my wallet had my driver's license. And you have your social security, my social security card. Oh, and, you are dumb. And the trifecta. My fucking birth certificate. Oh my God, man. I don't know. I literally had never thought of this happening in my life that I would lose my entire identity. Right. But it had all three of those documents. Were you expecting to have to really prove that you are who you are? I don't know. I, I, I had heard, I think my, my birth certificate was in there because at one point you didn't have a filing cabinet. I don't know why. Was it, it was to get there. like when you, with your daughter? Was it to get like her? No, her stuff? you know I don't think so. I think it was back since I had traveled to like Canada. Oh my god, that was high school. I know, and they were like, I, I just think it had always been in there. Same wallet. Yeah. Well, I think I just transfer everything over okay. when a wallet dies. But so anyhow, I'm like, great. I don't have to pay for because how much would that have cost, right? Oh, to well, replace you wouldn't all of have been shit. able to. Yeah, I wouldn't have proved anything. Like. You need one of those pieces right. to prove anything else. <laughs> yeah. And all three are, I just would have wiped have myself. You would have existing. Yeah, I would have been completely gone. <laughs> so I was like, oh my God, thank you so much. Please take that $7 and go to like a UPS place Overnight. and use that money to please mail it back to me. Like just send it back to my home address. Thank you so much. And she's like, no problem. Like bless your heart, whatever. Uh, <laughs> and just mailed it back. So then I had to have my friend, uh, Brian, patrol my house like just wait until it got here i'm like please as soon as it arrives 
get it. Like whenever the mail gets here, I don't know when. I don't <laughs> he's know how like long staking it's take. it out. Like he's check. sleeping in the front yard. <laughs> so every day he's coming to my house to check to see if the mail comes. He's tomb of the unknown soldier. <laughs> and then I he it finally gets here right, and we've then since made it to Texas. And I'm like Brian, please take out my driver's license, just my driver's license, and overnight it to me down at our where we were staying in Texas, right? Not your birth certificate. No, fuck okay. all that. I just need my driver's license so I could drive, basically. I was like, I just want to be able to drive home so my wife doesn't hate me forever. And so he does, right? He takes it to the UPS store and they overnight it and it costs like $29 yeah. or some shit to overnight this to my place, to where we were staying down in Texas. We were staying with a friend of ours. Uh, we were staying with Judd and when we, it, it arrived down there while we were out, right? So they leave a sticky note on the door that says your package arrived while you were gone. Please come to the post office to pick this up. Please bring your ID. Oh, fuck. and I was like, whoa, like we, I am super fucked now because now I have to go to the post office and pretend like I, I just have to be like, I'm me. I promise yeah. like open the package and I'm in there like m- my ID is inside. Uh, and I thought I was completely, totally fucked in Texas with no ID. And then uh, we ended up going to the post office and Judd was like, hey, I got a package delivered and I wasn't there. And they just straight handed it over. They're like, I don't care. who." Nice. You are. Oh, yeah, we got it right here. Here you go. But the thing is, so we missed it that first day. And so we weren't able to go get it until the following day. Uh-huh. And so two day shipping was like six bucks. Yeah. So I, I wasted another like twenty three dollars <laughs> on top of the three hundred or three or four hundred dollars that got stolen oh, from me. Oh my god, what a nightmare. Ordeal. So anyhow. Keep- so the the moral of the story here is don't wear pajama pants when you yeah, travel. Ever outside yeah. of the house. That's probably the best. Yeah. I I tell people that all the time. <laughs> I'm just like if you get into an accident, they are it's a DNR. Mm-mm. They're not gonna try. <laughs> yeah. They're like they've already clearly given up. Yeah. That is I am that girl at at like speedway at late at night that's in i have no socks on but i have dress shoes because it's what the only thing i can slip, slip on. on yeah and i have like usually have like a like a eight pack or a six pack under one arm and i'm getting cigarettes and then i'm like why don't you throw in some gum just because i don't want to have to stink you know sure. and i'm like hang on let that'll me, cover it let yeah. me get oh oh how much is it okay hang on i think i have that much in my bra you yeah. know Gross. And like handing it over. Yeah, that's me. <laughs> oh, there's like a single carrot in there, too, just to be like, I'm kind of healthy. <laughs> right. Yeah. I, the banana that's 99 cents that they have sitting there. They never, ever get brown spots. You're like, why are these bananas always perfectly ripe at the Speedway? I want to know. They're, I want to know. They're spraying them with shellac. <laughs> okay. So, what did, so what maybe we, we what did get we back decide? to Trapped in Paradise. I'm dropping, I'm dropping the wallet on the ground. I don't give a fuck. If it's got the money in it, I would. I would, uh, like I said, I'd put it in the po- in the mailbox. Sure. Or if I could find their address, I would just put it like on their doorstep and, sure. and like, then just run. Yeah, <laughs> ring and run. Yeah. Um, I. I'd probably I fall think, though. And, for me, I think it would depend on where I was at mm-hmm. in my life. If it was this time of year, obviously, like we're recording this and it's Christmas time, I would think like, oh, it's somebody's like Christmas money. I would probably give it back. But if I found it in like fucking July and we were like hard up, yeah, I'd be like. Mm, found your wallet there wasn't anything in it yeah, i mean dibs. it sounds horrible <laughs> yeah. but or i would return it in hopes that somebody would be like thank you so much for returning this here's a hundred dollars out of my 800 my bucks. dad told me a story he's uh, he used to work at a movie theater when he was super young i think this was my dad who told me this uh and they would go through after people would leave uh-huh, and they yeah. would find every once in a while you'd find like two or three wallets that people would drop through sure. the theater seats oh yeah because they were and having s- sex in the theater so they would sweep them all down to the f- to the front everything in the theater they would just sweep downward and they'd go down to the bottom they would grab any wallets they found pull all the money out of them and then just throw the wallets in the trash like, <gasps> like fuck it 
like because they don't want to have the responsibility of saying like you took all the money even though they totally took all the money oh it's so, the worst right i know wow there i don't know if he ever did it but he saw it done did they but, burn the wallets afterwards too just to just, just no. to make sure yeah, yeah completely ruin everyone's life yeah. incinerate the whole thing yeah, yeah no, they're in the see, trash like, at that point for me even if i had eight hundred dollars in my wallet <laughs> it would be worth it to me just to get my id back yeah like, the, what a pain or your credit cards sure. like I didn't Everything. even cancel any of my, I should have canceled all my credit cards at that point, like yeah. my debit card and everything, but I was like, I trust these people. Oh my God. <laughs> and we're still, they're in Illinois. I'm still using the same debit card today that, that that happened with. So. What? It's thanks, expired. Thanks a lot, Subway. Yeah. Well, I mean, same number, you know, whatever. All, all right. right, guys, let's, uh, let's see what happens in this movie. The first clip we have is we meet, uh, Bill Furpo, Mr. Cage himself. Here we go. Bless me, Father, if I have sinned, has been, uh, yeah, this is like hardcore. Yeah. Hardcore. Is that Bill Furpo? Uh, Nicholas Cage. Me, been five years since you've been to confession. Is that how you're going to start the whole thing out? Love that guy's Sorry, voice, too. Father, I found a wallet in the street. Did you do the right thing? Well, yes, Father, I Sounds did. Sounds like a Toy Story character. With great difficulty. I dropped it in the mail, but it had over $800 in it, which I counted many times on the subway. <laughs> that accent is I feel as if I've ruined my karma, out. Father. Yeah. And that... Something bad is going to happen as a result of this transgression. First joke. How many letters is that? Transgression? Uh, 12. I don't know. Uh, 13. 13. Why, Father? <laughs> Never mind. Hey, he's filling out a goddamn crossword. Goddamn. That's funny. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that's our first uh, step into this movie with Nicolas Cage. He's like a regular guy trying to be a regular person. Restaurant manager. Yeah. Yeah. He's actually the it's a splendid array of shellfish. And yeah, he's trying to be a, a regular person. Uh, clearly has tendencies to, you know, like everyone would. Yeah. Right. That time of year. It's Christmas time. You want to provide for your family. Well, I mean, if he's supposed to be like a career criminal with his brothers, it's like falling do you think, on the wagon. Do you think he was? Like, do yeah, you, I think I think he definitely he was part of the crime family. Yeah, he was definitely probably probably the leader. Yeah. As far as the, the three brothers are concerned with probably mom overseeing it and kind of nudging them. And I assume he probably learned all of this from his father, who's not mentioned ever. Yeah, not mentioned ever, which makes me wonder if it's the same. Like, did they just imply that it wasn't the same dad for all three of them? Because they clearly are three different, very different people. Yeah. Also, John Lovitz looks older than Nick Cage. (laughs) And Nick Cage is supposed to be like the oldest brother. Yeah, sure. Yeah, I think I think Nick Cage probably, uh, you know, definitely. I mean, they talk about it briefly, like Lovitz says something about trying to, oh, you're trying to be restaurant guy yeah and this is what you're supposed to do he's like yeah i I feel like nick cage was totally a criminal okay and got out he's played that type of role in like three other movies too so yeah Yeah, like you can't get away from it like gone in 60 seconds yeah no matter what you do you're back again uh who's your uh who's your favorite uh character in this movie do you think do you have a um a standout i mean it's this is nick cage's movie okay i mean you could honestly probably have Remove Dana Carvey and John Lovitz. <gasps> uh, hold on. Not completely from the film. <laughs> I'm saying you could have removed a lot of the interaction that they had. Sure. And, I mean, if you edit that, edit them out and just, it's just Nick Cage and Sarah upstairs or downstairs, depending where she's at. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's that's the rom-com of the 90s right that's there. That's it. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Restaurant I, I, tour goes to a small town, <laughs> Pennsylvania, finds love. Yeah. I remember watching this as a kid and I Coming loved her hair. Like, I was always like, I want her hair. It was like 90s hair. Okay. Like, I was like, I want to look like Sarah Collins. I don't want you to give it away, but is the uh, is the tripod scene in, the, in your phone? I don't know that he shows up 
Okay. Uh, yeah, That's yeah. my most uncomfortable scene that she does in the whole film. Oh, you, yeah. You're afraid of three-legged dogs? No, the way she says she tripods. Describes, yeah. She's like, yeah, it's tripod. <laughs> like she says it in like this weird, <laughs> like this very weird, like like she's so smitten with Nick Cage in that moment yeah. that she can't like talk normally about the three-legged dog sure. that's in the room. <laughs> and he's like, oh, there's a three-legged dog. Look at that. And she's like, yeah, he's a tripod. Matt, what, who, who's your favorite character? Uh, probably Dave, probably, uh, John Lovitz. Yeah. Uh, oh, I think he's so unlikable. I love it so much. He's um, not even really John Lovitz. When he's on the phone and he's talking to the Mizuchis and it's, yeah. he's pretending that it's his mom. I love you, mom. Yeah. Yeah. And he's like, no, don't be ridiculous. That's a, <laughs> don't you talk to me like that. Like, and he's, he's talking to these like gangsters. Like, no, kill- fine would be totally a bad idea. Yeah. That's mom. totally out of the question. Yeah. <laughs> right. Um, I love that scene. And then, um, He's bit like when they meet him, his scene when he's at his parole board hearing uh-huh. and he's describing what he's going to do once he gets released. He's when a he, pterodactyl. Oh my God, it's I have it. Yeah, and let's I'm, play I'm it. playing every minute of it because it's my favorite thing. It makes I just, no sense. I do want to say uh, at one point in my school uh, career, we were tasked with writing the most run on sentence we could think of <laughs> at the time. And I used this as the basis for that run on sentence. I just took out all of the <laughs> punctuation. Oh. And no, I used all of that. Nice. And uh, it was just a busy work thing. Yeah. Like they were like, whoever can come up with the longest sentence wins a something. And uh, this was the run on sentence that I made. Or not this is, but this is based on. The pterodactyl <laughs> was a lizard back in prehistoric times who developed an outside digit of the forelimb, which became greatly elongated in order to support a winged membrane. Now. Now, you use now. this membrane to fly high above his predators. So fucking you gotta useless. Remember, which you gotta remember. Back I love the it. Period. And as far as periods go, it was a mother. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Mr. Furbo. The best part of that is yeah. Dave and Dana Carvey's laugh. Yeah. Oh. Uh, well, uh, skipping, skipping. I love. Skipping, skipping. I love skipping. every uh, bit of this. Uh, what, I, uh, what I believe is that once released from this prison... I, much like my reptilian brother, shall take wing and fly high above my problems. <laughs> Never to return. And that's it. That was uh. very moving, Mr. Furby. And then they're out. But the prison psychiatry board says you're incapable of telling the truth. Well, that's a lie. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Oh. It's the greatest of all time. That uh, The parole uh, guy that says... Uh, about the psychiatric that yeah that same actor played a uh, a psychiatrist in Die Hard um with a vengeance. Okay. Oh, I love that movie. It was the one uh when the when Simon calls and he's like he said your Fort Knox. Uh-huh. Whoever he is, he has it out for for McLean. Huh. Yeah. Look at that. Um this is a um this is another t- uh, chance where uh we meet uh Mrs. Anderson. Yes. Is the lady at the fucking yes from uh, groundhog day, groundhog day. Yeah. yeah yeah um there's a couple of people that were like oh i know this person from somewhere that's crazy yeah, yeah. well yeah and then um sean mccann is the is chief bernie burnell or chief burnell was he in time he was in tommy yeah Lane. yeah was he uh he was the mr yeah the guy Fuck. that helped hey, tommy you okay is that it's when, <laughs> yeah, yeah. What happened? Mr. Rittenauer yeah, or he's the one that says, What happened? When <laughs> yeah. Tommy walks right into the skin. Yeah. yeah. Low bridge. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. And we've got Florence Stanley as Edna, who's Ma Furpo. Oh my God. God, I fucking love her. Yeah, she's great. Like my favorite line of this whole movie, other than when Dana Carvey's like, oh my God, God. Oh my God. I have that too. That's my favorite. But when she's, when Edna, when the, she's with the, what the hell are their Mizuchis? names? Mizuchis or yeah. whatever. And she's in the car and he's like, Edna. And she's like, what are we sleeping together? <laughs> yeah. Like, Call me Mrs. Furpo. Like, I love that part. All right. Uh, Miss, w- Mr. Anderson, uh, Mrs. Anderson's husband, the, the yeah. Moffat. The, right? Yeah. Something. Um, he's in my favorite sci-fi movie of all time. He's in, he's in the thing. Okay. He, okay. He's like the head guy of the, the, the Donald unit. Moffat. And he's the one tied to the, the, ch- the couch in the thing. Spoiler. Um, <laughs> what it's funny, like you're. It seems as though you're being very vague about yeah. what you're talking about, but it's literally called in the thing. Yeah. Like, so he's that guy in the thing, yeah. you know. But, but yeah, the movie The Thing, uh, John Carpenter's The Thing, <laughs> a remake of the film called The Thing. Yeah. Uh, no, he's in a really cool scene, and he's tied to a chair. How, when was that movie? When did that come out? The Thing. Yeah. Like eighty. Two. Okay, so it was twelve years before this because he's old as shit in this movie. Well, he's old as shit in that one too. Okay, <laughs> he's not super old. I like this guy. I like Mr. Anderson. I, yeah, I. Li- I mean, how can you not love everyone oh in the my family? God, they're so overly. Even the son. Yes, like he, the kind of like the little, cousin or whatever. He's like, we're going to be to my aunt's house. Yeah. We might as well start singing now. Yeah, you the, know? the little bit effeminate cousin son that whoever yes. that is. That, I okay. Okay, hold on. I had, wait before you talk. I just have to express what Derek just did. <laughs> He literally <laughs> threw his hands up and scooted away from the table almost enough to rip his headphones out because he's so excited. He had to take a drink from his Coke. Now he's rubbing his forehead and he's going to tell us what he was going to say because he's so excited. I just realized who like the that guy is from another movie. Okay. Uh, he's... Uh, He's um, Rosie O'Donnell's like slave in Exit to Eden. Exit yes, to Eden. He yes. Is. Holy shit. Yeah. Wow. That literally just came as you were saying that yeah. out loud. Yes. I was like, oh my God. I completely remember that now. Yeah, like collars and He got yeah. way hotter, like now that I think about it, because he's pretty much naked. Because he like, comes in and he's like got the fruit. Yeah. Like, unpacking your bags. Yes. <laughs> I mean, I've heard. I haven't heard. Dude, I watched, no, I watched that's the such shit a great out of that movie. movie. Actually, we probably should do that, that movie at some list. point. Yeah, it was a pretty sexual movie for yeah. me at a very young age all of the movies from when i was a kid that even bent a little bit on I mean, that like sexuality was a, that was a hard r in that yeah one. uh were like movies that i was completely like enamored well, and I dan Aykroyd's like, in it. yeah yep so i mean there's comedy sure that's i mean a- rosie o'donnell's a comedian but that's very loosely termed yeah, and she was like that's like the most feminine yes. Rosie O'Donnell yeah, ever, ever been. Yeah, cuz she's wearing like a black like leather, yeah, bustier how do, how thing. The fuck I don't do you know. Even get out? I mean, I Derek, know. it's okay. Yeah. Like I get it. But we yeah, we okay. talk about Rosie O'Donnell way too much on this show. We do. She keeps coming up, man. It's like so bizarre. Yeah, right. should do that one for Valentine's Day. It's like uh Christina Ricci. And, yeah, we should. <laughs> okay. We're exit to Eden for Valentine's Day. We'll mark it down. Mark it. Here we go. Okay, let's meet uh, Alvin. Okay, how you guys doing? My fucking favorite character. Uh-huh. I love him so much. My name's Alvin Furpo. You know. And um, what I've learned in prison is that like robbing and stealing and all that horse shit, there's <laughs> something that ain't right about it. You know what I mean? A lot of guys in here disagree with me, but uh, they all here they're serving time. Yes. I'm up for parole. Connect the dots. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's so great. Oh, he is he is ridiculous. He's funny. He is likable. He's lovable. Mm-hmm. You know, like oh, Do you know, have you seen a bunch of uh Dana Carvey movies? Like are you familiar oh, yeah. at all with is this what you, what's your do you have a favorite? Do um have, I don't know. Clean slates are pretty good. Oh, I was just talking you were about just clean slate. Yeah. Um 
I think this is up there as far as like a, a really great supporting role. Sure. And I mean, Dane has always been known for his characters. Yeah. That he could, that he could do. Like the disguise one. Yeah. Master of Disguise. Master of Disguise. <laughs> turtle, disguise turtle. One. Yeah. yeah. It's weird in this, like, because he has to stick with this character. I wonder how many times, like, how many different things he tried for this movie mm-hmm. before he was, like, settled on this character and was like, this is what I'm going to do for the rest well, of this Well, God, movie. I hope, he, considering how much the movie made, I really hope he didn't try that hard. Oh, bummer. Do you want to know? No, I, well, I don't know the budget, but I know how much it made. Oh, no. Well, we'll get there. Hold on. Let's meet a few of these other okay. guys. Let's get uh, Mrs. Furpo out of the way here. Dear Dave and Alvin, love her. It's been five years since I've seen my daughter. As I told you before, she <laughs> refuses to visit me here. And I'm clearly, old, they left this and note out, and they knew that mom was going to read it out sure. loud, so that uh, Bill would get it anyway. Her name is Sarah, and she's the only thing in the world that means anything to me. I know I'm asking a lot, but I would like I cut to look her up in that town I mentioned to that you. That town I mentioned to you. It's Pennsylvania. so much exposition in this letter. To come see me. I know being on parole, you're not supposed to leave. <laughs> like covering the all their bases. Yeah. Uh-huh. But you two bastards owe me for all the shit I've done for I you. i done for you. And if you don't do it, oh, I, love I promise I will somehow escape from this place. <laughs> Track you down like dogs. <laughs> Rip off your heads. And shit down <laughs> all my love this holiday season. <laughs> Matsuchi. Nice. Bravo. 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 <laughs> uh, I mean, I would go. You have to yeah. after that. You know what I mean? Nick She's... Cage likes Bravo. He, he, <laughs> he, I think he's he said he said uh, Bravo and Face Off, and I think he said it in one other movie. Face Off, he does a great job because he doesn't have a face. And I like, can eat a peach for hours. He goes Bravo, bra, fucking oh. <laughs> When he, he just left out, the, face. left out the V. Yeah. <laughs> Who cares? Bra fucking oh. Um, my favorite part in this movie, it's a weird part, but it, of Nicolas Cage is when uh, Dana Carvey steals the money out of the cash register. Yes, and, and the, woman, the Hispanic yeah, woman. She's like policia, and he's like, all right, okay, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> And like the police, like you pay no attention to this poor woman. I feel that's like, like that's screaming. Exactly what you would do. Yeah. I feel like, <laughs> and that's because she just keeps repeating yeah. herself, and he just keeps repeating it back, and nobody knows what anyone's saying. Well, he repeats himself all the A time. Ton in this yeah. movie. That's the when Dana Carvey's stealing the money. It, you can't hear him do the sound, but. <laughs> Throughout the film, when he steals stuff uh, that he really likes, when he puts it deep in his pocket, he does a, it does a, <sighs> yeah. yeah, and he, his eyes do uh, this thing, oh, his this whole flutter. facial expression, yeah, yeah, and and like his lips, like he just purses them, and he's like, mm. it's sexual, yeah. I mean, <laughs> that, I mean, I guess that's that's kind yeah, of what that whole kleptomania thing, well, but got to stem from something, yeah, yeah. But if if it, if that's real though, that. Kind of breaks on that whole theory of him not being a bumbling idiot. That he's not, though. I mean, like if you think about it, like towards the end, he gets a conscience. He cares about the horse. He wants to give his his Do like you... portion of the money back. Right. Do you think that at this point in the movie, or at that point, I'm sorry, when they steal that money, and do you think that was all part of their master plan? They had to get the police involved at that point for him to lose his wallet, for him to be tricked into leaving town because the police were looking for him. Like was this um, rolling from this point? Like I, is mm, is John Lovitz a goddamn mastermind? No, no I think John Lovitz is definitely uh uh take what he take 
take it as it happens. Like an opportunist yeah. sort of thing. Yeah. You know. Like he uh, found, he saw a window at that yeah. point and was like, that's how we're doing it. We're you doing always it. want there to be more. Well, I just think it's more fun that way. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I can think there is. It doesn't change the plot of the movie. Like, I know. Clearly. That's just like, you're like, oh, do you think this led to this? No, fucking, it just happened. But imagine what it would be like if you thought that, though. You'd be like, oh my God, this is the greatest heist of all time. You, you assume that like one decision leads to the other, but that's not, it's just one decision at a time. Oh yeah. You know what? I know how your mind works. (laughs) You know exactly what you're doing. See, he thought. He knew. The whole time you're standing there there. (laughs) with this who me (laughs) expression (laughs) on your face. That is so Nick Cage. You're doing it right now. (laughs) All right, get in the car. (laughs) Just get in the car. Um, Calvin, is it me? None of this will matter to anybody except for Mandy right now because Stu... Uh, and Jamie were just here and they left, but their their episode isn't posting until sometime in January. Uh, but he just sent me a text message that said there are currently 251 comments on that post right now. <laughs> so, not, this will make sense later when you hear that that episode. So, anyhow, uh, go listen so, to Elemental Podcast. Yes. So um, the snow. What do you think the snow was made out of? Wasn't it made out of like ivory in one of the it other was made episodes? Of, it was made. Well, no, it was crushed marble. Marble. That's oh, what that's, it was. Yeah. That's, is, what's Which, this one? Is uh, that the this, same? No, this one is potato flakes. Okay. Oh, okay. And how many thousands of pounds do you think that they brought? Two hundred. So many. Oh, no. That was a little. It's seventy five thousand. Oh, my God. 75,000 pounds of potato Just flakes. wasted potatoes. But the thing is, is like I'm watching and I and I know this and I'm watching it and I see their windshield wipers like brushing the and i'm like wouldn't that make mashed potatoes <laughs> because it's like hitting the windshield and it's like wet sure so but that didn't happen so that yeah. was a little little bit well maybe they use a different me. uh different form like when it's yeah for the windshield yeah maybe they yeah. have like Dehydrated fake snow or, or whatever like yeah some other actual snow they, yeah they, they, yeah they brought in the real stuff for the, all the windshields maybe i don't know a big ice did you ever say how much money the movie made um no i haven't how much money do you think this ma- movie made? Ooh. Six million. God, it's going to be so low. I'm going to say $12 million. 5.7. Which Six. totally sucks because it's such go. a great movie. I want it. How much did it cost? It then? didn't. I couldn't uh, find the budget. It did had you, to be. Derek, did you look into it? I could not find okay. the budget. It had I, to be more than that. It was only, it only made 5.7 million, which if you consider what they probably paid Nicolas yeah. Cage to do this. I mean, just in potato flakes. Really. <laughs> <laughs> okay uh favorite part of the entire movie uh i think for me and i think mandy as well i don't know about you derek let me know what do you think say bill yes would you be Maybe. terribly upset with me guns if i were to truck. tell you that there may possibly be guns in the trunk oh, alvin pull the car over <laughs> pull it over all right all right, all right. Over. All right get out of the over. car Get out. Oh, this is the best. What's your problem? There's guns in the trunk and I got a problem? Yeah, I borrowed the car from Fast Eddie. Who the hell is Fast Eddie? Fast Eddie's the guy, he, runs, he owns a gun shop in Morris Park Avenue. Oh, terrific. So chances are there's an arsenal back there. Well, there's probably a couple of shotguns. Oh, a couple of 45s. Uh-huh. But you haven't actually seen these guns, have you, Dave? <laughs> no, no, just oh. an assumption. No, we haven't seen them. No, we haven't seen them. Oh my god, god guns. guns! That's so fucking great. <laughs> it is the best. Like, it is the best part of this whole movie. He's eating like he's got a, a yes. sucker in his mouth, also, and he's just so doesn't care about what's. He's like he knows he has a line coming up, and he just has to wait 
for him to pop the trunk. <laughs> oh, it's the candy cane he stole from the yes, car. Yeah, that's yeah, what I was go. just thinking. Yeah. I'm like, I think it's a candy cane. There yeah. Love oh it. My if anybody, God, if, if you have never seen this movie, please watch it up until that point at least. Oh, it's, it's 25 it's minutes so in. Worth it. And it's just the greatest of all time. And then just sit through the rest because yeah, you have to. No, Dana Carvey, like every single thing that he says when when fucking when they get when Nick Cage gets pissed off when he finds out that he they didn't actually steal his wallet. Yeah. And he and he flips the the table over and Dana Carvey's like, Have you seen my Pez dispenser? <laughs> like I fucking died at that part. He is by far, I think, like the main and actually I feel like he's kind of the catalyst to Nick Cage like turning his leaf because he loves yeah. Merlin the horse. Sure. And then Merlin is out in the lake and things start to go bad and Nick Cage is like no. Oh god. And then he like flips his switch and then they kind of like move on his heart from there. Grew three sizes exactly. that day. Exactly. Yeah. I love people. <laughs> <laughs> um that little scene is uh that's like a a work or a master class in acting from Nick Cage because he does like five different emotions yeah. sure. in the span of two sentences. Oh yeah, he's like, yeah. It's his Bradley. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's save the horse. This <laughs> is Bradley Cooper moment. Um, uh, John Lovitz does a lot of singing in this movie, uh, and I love every bit of it. But like, you'd think he would kind of tone it down because as a thief, or like when he was holding up the bank. He did a shitload of singing. Yes. And then later on, he just keeps on you'd have, singing. You'd yeah. think people would be like, wait a second. That I recognize that That would have made voice. for a really great part in the movie if they would have filmed like Mr. or Mrs. A- Mrs. Anderson specifically, like kind of being like, wait a minute. <laughs> or, I remember that weird voice. Right. Or, I mean, then or most of the town seemed to like be everywhere all the time. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's a very small town. I'm so from a small town. That, that did not happen. The costumes that they pick, they go to that hardware store and they pick out this, these outfits and they're so fucking distinctive yeah. and so awful yeah. and those dumbass glasses those orange those, yes. uh, those Jordy LaForge seriously like how would you why would you pick those why do you have the you... bank robbery line that he says like oh it's a bank robbery no I don't. when he goes into the <laughs> diner across the street yeah just, I'm the <laughs> it's across the, the street the bank is across <laughs> the street yeah uh, no but I do have this from the bank robbery Oh, you can't get to heaven. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> if you don't hold still. <laughs> They're all on board so far. If you move, you're going to get killed. That's right. You feel better? That's right. You feel better? <laughs> I love when he's like, <sighs> and he's like, yes, yoga. It'll help in. you in prison. Breathe in and out. All right. I, I like when he says, all right, who's got the keys? Raise your hand. Uh, All right, everybody lower your put hands. your hands out. Now, if you guys can't raise your hand. And there's a woman off uh, uh, left or off right of the screen who's like following his directions, but does it. She's like the one who would lose at Simon at, like Says. Simon says. Cause he goes, all right, if you got the key, put up your hands. And she goes, and then like puts her hands up and then immediately back down again. He's like, you, you yeah. no, Okay. All right. Like it was clearly a mistake, Yeah, but they left it in. Cause it was so much more fun to have that. That woman. was probably the day that Nick Cage was directing. Yeah, probably. He's like, I don't know. Am he's I? Like, that's, that's good. What's my motivation? Should I raise, do I have the keys? I don't know. Can I pee my pants a little? Would it be more realistic if I peed my pants a little? Uh, oh, and here, speaking of uh, Dave Sings, here's another uh, edition of Dave Sings a song. Oh, they're trying to cover up the TV. That newborn king. I love the swing. It's so good. We need in this house. 
Now they're just showing they're just showing the pictures of the of the Carducci's, right? <laughs> yeah, the Mizuchis, yeah. Mizuchis, <laughs> Kazuchis. <laughs> Whatever, Suzuki's. it's all the same. The Suzuki's. <laughs> now <laughs> that's the Asian gang, the Italian guys. <laughs> but if I can, re- I watched this earlier today again. If I remember correctly, Sarah's not even near the television at this point. Sure. So she would not have even noticed that her dad is escaped. Yeah. Right. Or if she had, she'd not. She would not have brought attention. Pointed to it. out. Yeah. And. Uh, Bill would have no idea who these people no. are Mm-mm. at this point, other than somebody from a prison escaped and would need to care about it. Like there, no, nobody would have any. And why are to... they reporting it in paradise? In fact, you would think they would say there are two escaped convicts on the loose. They were more likely to be the suspects in the bank robbery yeah. that happened to get the heat off of the three right. of them. You'd be like, well, clearly these guys are out. Oh and my about gosh, there's something. so many holes in this movie. <laughs> Yeah, like a million bajillion. I like the fact love, that they get away with uh, like everything. All of it, yeah. yeah, I mean, really, legitimately, the entire end of this oh, movie and, is a giant hole. And the the FBI agent, uh, that's uh, the actor. Yeah, yep, that, that guy, that one guy whose name it's uh, it's like John. He, he was in the thing, but not the thing. No, a different <laughs> thing. Yeah. Um, yeah, I love his react when he's like, "What? What? How, what? What?" At the end, when he can't yeah. like figure out how this is happening around him, how do I not? I have this and guy's name. He can't I have stop it. I have Timmy. He the, was nominated for an Oscar. I have Timmy the retarded guy on here, but I don't have. The there FBI. are a lot of uh, bombs. M- mentally uh, handicapped folks that live in this town, and apparently all of them are uh, sheriff's deputies. Yeah, right. Because <laughs> both Clovis and Timmy are both on the police force. So there's a line that Nick Cage says in, involving the R. Yes. Yeah, he's, he's but he's retarded. Like, he's retarded. Retarded. Yeah. Because yeah. he asked John Lovitz first. John Lovitz doesn't say anything. John kind of gives this look to like basically the camera to imply like, yes, he is. Yeah. And then uh, it's said again by, uh, doesn't Lovitz say that Dana Carvey's character is yes. mentally retarded? Uh-huh. And it's my brother. He's, yeah. he's retarded. <laughs> I feel like Nick Cage says it in such a. Well, if he's, anyone he's was going to say it, under the, he's kind of like saying he said, it under his like breath. He says it in a respectful way. Yeah. yeah. If or, anyone was going to call me retarded, yeah. I would want Nicolas Cage to call me retarded. In that way. Yeah. Because he's like, is, is he? He's retarded. Is, is he? <laughs> yeah. He kind of looks away and says it very passionately. Yeah. And then uh, police chief or whatever sheriff guy is like, that's my son, Timmy. He's a little slow. Like, like oh, he's, appara- apparently there are two Merlins. Oh, weird. Mabel, which is a female, and then Sarge, which is a male. So right. Merlin has, yeah, like, and the sad thing is, is Merlin the horse is listed before Timmy the retarded deputy. Yeah. In the who was in Silence of the Lambs. What? Oh. Who did he play in? Oh, he was the bug guy. Yeah. Shut up. Oh, my God. I yeah. totally just got this. And then the guy I was thinking of is Richard Jenkins. That's the. Okay, oh, yeah, I'm yeah. trying to find him. Yeah. The FBI agent guy. And yeah. then uh, the man, I'm just going to I'm just going to do this now. Uh, the guy that the, the guy that's like, would you stop hovering around me? Let bad news. Thing? Yes. He plays. Uh number the number two supporting role in beverly hills cop hmm. oh the, yeah he's Rhino. yes oh yeah. my taggart. god he's yes taggart. he's taggart yeah he had some more hair back then i yeah. think uh yeah he uh it's clovis and ed or so. it's clovis shit what's his last name it's something who clovis in the movie oh clo oh yeah uh clovis minor and Ed something. God, he, he mentions him at one point. Anyhow, uh, here's uh, Vic Mitsuchi. These are the two guys that are in prison. Uh, they're the father of Sarah upstairs. Or one of them is the father of Sarah upstairs. I said they are. Like, they both are the father. of. <laughs> are they related? Are the two of them both the Mitsuchis? Or is the other guy just a guy he was in I prison with? Just, I, think it's, I don't know. I think like his partner. Like his running guy. Yeah. Uh, anyhow, they are. Uh, they tell the story of why this 
um, bank is worth robbing. This bank <laughs> is like a beautiful orchard. And instead of fruit, there's money ripening on a vine. just waiting to be picked. I love the way he tells the story. <laughs> no camera. And the security guy, he's older than water. Oh, this can't be true. <laughs> Vic, what do we do to this joint? There's no way that this happens in real prison. No. Like they just sit around and tell like campfire stories of yeah. their favorite score. How do you know? Have you been to prison? Yes. <laughs> Forest Lawn. This guy I love. Paradise. Rat bastards. It just got robbed. Came over the TV. I love the blatant exposition during that too. Hey, isn't that where your daughter lives? Her like, name is Sarah. That Sarah that we saw in the earlier scene when Nicolas Cage was talking to her. <laughs> isn't that where your daughter lives? I feel like that scene uh, Nick Cage was responsible for because he's like, all right, we need to let's let's film a scene for like the people that come into the movie late. Yeah, but we need to explain every <laughs> let's just moment that's uh, happened up until now. Um, I guess put it in put it in a prison, yeah. um, and when it'll be the guys who are trying to kill me at the end. And then he's all like, "No, no, that wouldn't be retarded." Yeah. <laughs> and again, another favorite of mine. We were just talking about this guy, the the FBI agent, uh, greatest Jenkins. greatest Jenkins. line of all time here. Sir, we are in pursuit of a Duh, yes. I love this. How they make fun of it. Yeah. This is how real people would talk. Vanity plates. Vanity plates. DUH one seven one. Location east on Main Street, heading toward River Road. What uh, what kind of license plate do you have? <laughs> <laughs> it's so great. All right, we are at the point in this podcast where it's time to play a game. Derek, All right. are you ready for the game? I am ready. What's that sound? <laughs> That's the game we're playing. That's the game oh, we're playing. okay. We're playing. I know. Like I you, you was, said I, it super weird. I thought that was the question. I know. I had to look at my phone to find out what I called it because in these two <laughs> clips, I have, I have ones called "Name That Sound" and the other ones called "What's That Sound." <laughs> and for me, for my money, I'm going to go with "What's That Sound." What's yes. That sound. All right. Stop now. Stop. Hey, what's that sound? Um. <laughs> Everybody, look. Yeah. Here it goes. All right. You tell I'm going to play a sound from this movie, okay. and you tell me uh, where the sound came from. I'm trying to make these more difficult because they've yeah, been pretty softballs. I've got two of them here, so we'll check and see. If, if you can. don't get it, I haven't heard them, so a I'll get a chance to right. play. I'm ready. Right, so ready? Here we go. And What's that sound? <laughs> What's that sound? Oh, that's a hard one. Right? Can you play it again? I sure can. Do you need it again, Derek? Yeah, go ahead. Is that the holy crap? I left a little dialogue in there too. Just to, is that the raid at the end when the cops bust in the Andersons? It is not. Can you play it one more time? Andy, do you have a? Okay, I hear horse stuff. Like, no, I hear like sounds like a chains. So the point of this is, I was going to just not answer that and see if anyone else listening can yeah we can answer. we can not just leave it a cliffhanger i'll tell yeah. you guys once we're done but okay okay i'll leave it a cliffhanger i got then. i got nothing for that one so if anybody knows the answer to that if you can pinpoint what that is what's happening uh send us uh, a message on the facebook page or something some form of getting we'll in give touch you credit with us. yeah i'll send you a sticker uh from the podcast so 
Put in the subject line, what's that sound answer? (laughs) (laughs) All right. uh, So that happened and nobody got that. So you guys have zero. Yeah, you went from being like fucking super easy to being like way obscure. So this one's pretty similar. Okay. A totally different part of the movie though. Oh, this is for Derek. But I know this one if you don't get it. Play it again. Oh, that's when they—that's when their car crashes. Yeah, off, yes. the, off the bridge, off the yeah. bridge, yeah. which should have killed all of them. Yeah, right. right, fully upside down. And, like, car. were they even wearing seatbelts? No, no, of course not. We got the nice ow, yeah, ooh, ooh. ow, uh, ow, yeah, I, like no, yeah. ow. It's like he was doing multiple <laughs> yeah. takes, and they just left them all in. He's like, "How do we want to read this? Okay, let me try this, this, this." He's like, Print uh, it. "For anyone that I don't like, I'm just going to say no in the middle, yeah. so that way you know that's where to cut it." Yeah. <laughs> We're gonna do and then the editor wasn't on Apparently set the director edited it too. Yeah. Callow, Gallo, however you say right. his name. Jerry like, Callow. Jerry Gallo. Yeah. We're doing My Cousin Vinny in a couple weeks. Oh, that's a great Dave movie. Steves is going to be. Did you say Utes? Utes. The, the two the two Utes? Yeah, no, not Dave Steves. I'm sorry, Andy Coons. Oh, yeah. Is doing oh, Andy's my coming back. Yeah, yeah, he's doing My Cousin Vinny. Identical. <laughs> it was ticking real fast like. Okay. <laughs> I used that to describe my son the other day. Yeah, because he did something identical to the way I look. So I sent a text. <laughs> the clap my, overhead clap. So I sent a text to and my, the casino wave. Yeah, the, yeah. I sent a text to my wife of a, a gif or gif of of that. Yeah, and it had the words ah and then space identical. <laughs> I think she responded with like I hate you. <laughs> so that was a uh, semi successful yeah. edition of. What's that sound? Right. Huh? Yeah, like, for sure. We need something there. I gotta, I'm gonna. i going to have to edit something in for that. Um, What's that <laughs> sound? Yeah, I need a, a yeah. studio audience yeah. to participate. Yeah. In. Uh, yeah. Um, any last thoughts of this movie, guys? Is it... Uh, what do you think? I think we're getting close to the end there. We pretty much covered uh, what happens. I mean, we can hit the... Let's hit the last line. Okay. Here. Hey, Ma, what are you so happy about? Well... Brother's got himself a girlfriend. Is he coming with us? No. Should we go get him? No, you sit down. He's staying here. Oh. Speaking of which, when are you two going to get hitched? Get hitched? I'm not even attracted to each other. So Love great. <laughs> I love how they, he, he they can keep laughing that he brings out two more paydays. Yeah. I paid for that. Paid for that with my own money. I mean, we kind of jumped ahead. It, like, I, I guess everybody has seen the movie, so they sure. they know what happened. It was heartwarming. Nicholas Cage gets the girl, kind of thing, sort of, yeah. which is also a gigantic fucking plot hole, right? He's she, like, "Oh, you want me to move here?" And then she's like, "Yeah, sure. You're a big fucking criminal. Why yeah, not?" Yeah, you are part of a clearly a criminal family. family. I am from a criminal family. Yeah. yeah, so I guess that works out. But we literally had never met yesterday. Yeah. Right. And now we're in love. Yes. Like this is great. I mean, they, they you could use it as a simple like daddy issues trope. Yeah. Know? Oh yeah, big time. I mean, up she with was, a guy I mean, just she like, was in Twin Peaks too. So yeah. oh. <laughs> I thought she was familiar. Yeah. I, she I did look familiar. Yeah. yeah. But um, I think there's a. Uh, it's not one of the clips you had. Um, my favorite line. It's. And it's I only by, have one unused clip, so I'm going to be really excited if you happen to pick something from that. Um, <laughs> it's when. Uh, it's when Richard Jenkins is like interrogating them when like the whole the whole town's in the the police house. Yeah. And then he's just like he's one on his big rant, and like the Reverend is standing behind him with the bag of yeah. money, and he like hands it. He's like, "Let me guess, that's the money." He's like, "It's the money from the right." He's like. And you didn't see who dropped it. I feel like oh, I, I was praying. I was praying. Like I love how he just says it so nervously. Yeah. Like I was, I was praying. And then he's like, "I'll I'll talk to you later." And he just kind of <laughs> like, backs yeah. into the crowd. Yeah. Like, 
Oh gosh, uh, the whole th- that whole part is. I mean, it's very heartwarming. I do have. I mean, the last clip we haven't played. I, we were doing kind of a clip palooza there. Yeah, for a minute. give me a hint. What is it? Well, don't tell me exactly what it is. I kind of want to guess. I don't know. I mean, it's uh, it's fun. It's a funny part of the movie. Oh well, fuck, that's like the. I whole feel movie. like the end, like the way that this it's movie not. Ends. At the, I'll tell you, it's at the fifty six minute mark. Does that help? The movie is roughly like an hour and 40 minutes. Yeah, sure. Something like that. 56 minutes in. Or an hour and 20, 35 minutes. Like, it's not, it's not casino. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea. Is it when Nicolas Cage gets taken by the Mazuchis or whatever? Kind of. It's no. It's, it's Mrs. Furpo okay. being kidnapped. Yes. So we'll just, is it the part my favorite? Is it my favorite line? Yeah, maybe. And she's like, Edna, what are we sleeping together? I think maybe, yeah. Oh, please, God, yes. Can I ask you a personal question? What were you doing five years for? Stupidity? Hey, Edna, how would you like to ride in the trunk of the car? Edna, Edna, are we sleeping together? Yes. I think not. You call me Mrs. Furpo, God damn it! <laughs> Come on, Caesar, don't aggravate the old witch. I wish I was a witch. Shove my, my broomstick right up your ass. <laughs> nice. I'll say whatever I want. You like music? <laughs> Beautiful dream. Oh, so great. So that must be where Dave gets it from. <laughs> oh my God, I'm so glad you had that clip. Because that is like the best line. Nice. Edna, what are we sleeping together? <laughs> uh, Yeah, so I mean, that covers pretty much the whole thing, right? I mean, go watch the movie if you haven't seen it. It's the greatest of all time. Uh, Derek, will you watch this movie again? You own it now. Yeah, I went out and bought it. I'll, I'll watch it again. I, I have my same opinions. But I think the the first half of the movie is is almost flawless as far as the setup. Okay, um, it gets a little muddy when they try to get the money back or at the same time trying to escape. Sure. So they they <laughs> used some of that money. Like, yeah. So someone's got to yeah. be accountable for some and of then, that. Um, like I feel like uh, it has a very it has like the exact same ending as as uh, Groundhog Day. Yeah. Like, like, how did this happen? Right. You've known him for a day. And they walk away together. Yeah. Into the town. Into the snow-covered yeah, yes. small town of Pennsylvania. Yeah. Yep. It's true. A lot of things. It's lot so of true. Love happens in Pennsylvania. Yeah. It's the city of brotherly love. Or Although the, uh, Sarah Collins is way better looking than Andy <laughs> McDowell. I don't know. I'm going to have to go. If oh, I, what, if how I, about I you? ever, ever, ever you get you approached a, on the street by Andy McDowell, she's going to punch me in the are face. Are you a fan of Andy McDowell? I liked her in Multiplicity with, yeah. with yeah. Michael Keaton. There you go. Because that's I think that's the only movie that... She was successful in being like um, smart. <laughs> wow, no, I wasn't going there. Uh, like she's a little, little like you'd, dumb. And... Like you'd want her to be your partner type okay. of thing. Yeah, like she seems like a cool lady in that movie, like a well-rounded. Do you think she's attractive? Is this like a is she hot or would you do? Yeah, her type of thing? have you listened to any of our Groundhog episodes? I did um, because I think she's fucking not. Yeah, hot. I, I yeah. understand that you don't want to get down to the most trite level of humanity <laughs> and be like, would I do this person? But I mean, like, is she just? objectively uh, attractive in in life if this was hot or not uh what actually i can i i have an answer for you okay um she was in uh saint almost fire no she was in magic mike xl yes uh-huh. we talked we've talked about that multiple um, times as the cougar yes, yes. the yes for that's that, big, that, like, that that one. version of her okay. Like, okay. that's like her version now sure. totally but uh you know 90s high-waisted jeans with the the Depleted vest over the denim yeah. shirt with the Yuck. white collared shirt. Uh-huh. Somehow, seems like Gross. she was doing a lot more d- as a producer than a producer would do on a remote location. <laughs> okay, covering yeah. covering Puxatani Phil. Yeah, um, and her hair in that movie is kind of weird. <laughs> okay, and what about her teeth? I yeah, that's weird. And she doesn't like white chocolate. 
<laughs> right? She's not a fudge, fudge. fan. Yeah. No fudge, no white chocolate. Yeah. No yeah. White chocolate. She's the Satan. She's so. a Nazi. She's a, she's a Satan. She's a Satan. <laughs> One of them Satans those kids are talking about. <laughs> One of them Kemduchis. So so you're a current uh, McDowell Rod, but not, uh, not an old... McDowell Correct. Rod? Correct. I just assume that's the name of her fan club. I mean, that's besides a, Groundhog, I don't. What else was she in before that? Well, she was Fire. in Saint Elmo's Fire. A bunch of like uh, L'Oreal <laughs> lotion commercials or something. She was like the face of. I remember from she was in. Um, what's the one with uh, John Travolta when he was an angel? Michael. Yeah, she was in Michael. There you go. Oh yeah. Okay, I chose to not, not ever watch that. Movie. Yeah, it makes sense. That's <laughs> yeah, it wasn't, a good it wasn't good I, when you know faced with the, the choice of Michael or. Um, Phenomenal or phenomenon. Phenomenon. Oh, do, do, such do, 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 do. I know phenomenon. phenomenon. I went with do, 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 do. I went for, with phenomenon. Spoiler: do. It's brain cancer. Ah, <laughs> so I good. Cut though. it out of him. Yeah. Uh, no, he. No, they don't. Yeah. Well, he, he goes. <laughs> he just decides to. No, I love you for the rest of mine. That's a spoiler for that one. There you go. That's. Oh, no, no, we don't have to cover that movie. You're welcome. Yay! All right. So all we right. did it, guys. So no, I'm yeah. not a fan of hers. <laughs> all right. Unless it's right now. Yeah. Like current McDowell, we're in. Cougar. McDowell. Cougar McDowell. Andy McCougar. John Cougar McDowell. (laughs) (laughs) McDowell and Camp. All right, guys. (laughs) (laughs) John Cougar McDowell and Camp. We've ruined it. So jacked up. (laughs) We've ruined so many things. Ruined. Ruined. She couldn't say ruined. Nice. That's Uh, another reason why I don't like her. uh, So, yeah, I get this movie. I'll watch this again. I own it. I watch it all the time. I love it. It's a big, uh, big hit for me. I like the song at the end. Uh, you're nobody till somebody loves you. I usually hate that kind of music just because it's so like easy. No, it's just easy to sing. Yeah. Fucking Michael Bublé made a whole career. I do on love Michael Bublé you, uh, covering that. I know you've done shit. it on other podcasts. So you've talked about it. Um, are there quotes? Are there lines from this movie that you use a lot? What starts in fun ends in tears is from this movie, and I say that a lot. Uh, John Lovitz says that. Um, do you ever make the? F- sound no for anything no but like I if mean, you were counting money <laughs> if would, i counted money i found in a wallet <laughs> i'm sure i would i haven't found 800 dollars in a random about, wallet yet what about let's just go <laughs> just passing through <laughs> um a lot of hand motions that i use yeah. on a daily, daily basis uh, but no if, if i did it would be mostly um I mean, oh. like, oh my God, guns! I'm oh sure I've said God, before. Oh, there's a line that you even put in there. I just thought of it. Uh oh, I just did what I just did what the map said. I made four left. Four left. Four left. Circle. circle. Yeah. yeah, seriously. Which actually is a square. <laughs> yeah, that's <'Cause>. true. <laughs> I have. Uh, I think I've said that before when people are trying to navigate yeah. things. But I mean, I just you know. did what the map said. How about you? Anything that stands out? Re- everyday life? You're gonna start using some of this? I I stuff? actually. Uh, I mean, not recently, but I I have in the past used the. Okay. When I have counted money, yeah. <laughs> and I of course have done it, and then chuckled to myself. Yeah. Now you, yeah, you know why. You, if anyone's around me, they're like, "Why? Why is that funny?" And then I have to explain it's from a Christmas movie starring Nicolas Cage. <laughs> and then you just go into a big. Yeah. Um, from now on, anybody that calls me by my first name, I'm gonna be like, "What are we sleeping together?" <laughs> <laughs> Call me Mrs. Farpo. <laughs> Seriously. Uh, and now I'll forever know that transgression is 13 letters without having to think about it. Right. So I mean, how fast was that? Right. He didn't like, take a what? second. But 
All right. He's, anyway, yeah, for maybe sure. He's the numbers guy. He's super smart. Not only will I watch this movie again, but since I've watched it for this podcast, I have advertised it to people. Nice. Like we, you ha- need to watch it. It's so great. Yeah. You're turning it into like the room of Nicolas Cage's career. <laughs> yeah. right? Yes. Someone had to. I'm going to yeah. try to. All right, Derek, uh, how can people reach out to you? Do you have any gigs coming up? What's going on with you? I do. I guess it depends on when this will air. Uh, it's going to be sometime in the month of December. Yeah. So I do have things in December okay. uh, for any of those who are interested in seeing the things that I do. <laughs> um that's my real laugh uh i am uh this is gonna air on december 19th the week before christmas okay there you go well uh i'll just announce it because it's kind of funny um and cool uh december 15th that's the week before this ever happens it's a saturday i'll be in a, i'll be in owasso michigan for the first time ever nice um Doing some stand-up comedies. I'm doing some stand-up comedies there. Nice. Uh, and then you can see me on uh, Wednesday the 19th at Harvey's. So the day this the comes day this out. airs, yeah. And then uh, possibly Sunday the 23rd at Rupert's. Nice. Right. Um, I'm waiting to hear back to see. That's, if that's in actually. Kalamazoo. Yeah. Those are in Kalamazoo. Yeah. Um, Go to Kalamazoo Comedy on Facebook. You can find all the info on all the places to do stand-up or watch stand-up. Or I'm on the the social medias. <laughs> Derek Lee Feltner. I'm the one in Kalamazoo. <laughs> Are there others? Um, there's. I'm most likely related to him. Um, Same full name, Derek Lee yeah. Wow. There's, he's in Kentucky. That's where my family's from. So oh, okay. I have reached out to him. I haven't never heard back from him. Yeah. Um, Fuck him. Yeah, exactly. If you hear this, Derek Lee yeah. Feltner, if someone tips you off and says, hey, were you on this podcast? No, you weren't. No. And you know why? Because nobody likes you. Because you're in That's Kentucky why. and you're probably having sex with your cousin. Jesus. <laughs> well, he is. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> you just said you just said he might be family. I wasn't going to get. <laughs> Wasn't gonna go that harsh. I mean. No, that's one of those things where someone—if anyone ever tries to insult the fact that I'm from Kentucky descent—and they, you know, throw the the cousin fucking, yeah. or sure. the animal fucking, or, <laughs> you know, the no teeth thing, all the fucking, or yeah. the you know, the Pepsi drinking. It's I'm drinking Diet Coke. Sure, uh, <laughs> gotta blow those stereotypes out of the water, you know, or like the no shoes or socks wearing, no problem type yeah. of. I'm like, yeah, that's that's exactly it. <laughs> probably eat ha- probably eat ham instead of turkey, right? Yes, we did. <laughs> Yeah, actually, that sounds wow, more amazing. Wow, you really amazing. got me there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> wow. You got me there. Oh, nice. man. It must duh. suck having your family from Kentucky, huh? Well, no. no. I mean, no. I was born in Michigan, so yeah. there you go. <laughs> I, that's why I don't have the Hey, accent. you guys have Lake Cumberland in Kentucky. That's kind of amazing. I don't know. Mammoth Caves? I don't know what that is. Oh, Cumberland Lake? It's the I, biggest man-made lake. Yeah. It's kind of fantastic. Thank you for... Speaking of fun facts. Thank you for giving me something about my heritage. Your, this been, has been your geography <laughs> moment with You're welcome. Mandy. Visit Kentucky. Thanks, Google. Um, <laughs> the bluegrass state. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, uh, you can reach us directly if you guys have any issues, questions, concerns, anything you want to tell us about, any movies you want to suggest that we do, any guests that you want to have on this show that we don't know about, send them our way. Uh, you can do so uh, via email at another episode podcast at gmail.com. You can find us on Twitter at another ep pod on Twitter. You can find me specifically at Matt Harper Jokes on Twitter and Facebook. And Mandy, where can we find you? Another episode podcast on Facebook. Boom. Let us know if you have any movies that you're suggesting. Um, if we haven't seen it, we'll take a look. If it sucks, we're not going to do an episode That's on true. it. That is but we'll give you a shout out saying thanks truth. for suggesting a giant piece of shit. Because there are so many movies <laughs> that we've seen. Yeah. We have such a list. We have a gigantic list. My, my mom asked me, she's like, what's going to happen when you run out of movies? I'm Never. like, oh, you mean like in 10 years? Well, because then, yeah, the movies that we do 
you know, years from now, because we'll be doing this forever, yeah. uh, will be old movies by that right. point. So, you know, we'll just have a steady cycle of movies to do. Yes. And I just want to say thanks for coming out, Derek. Yeah. You were awesome. Yeah. We've been planning this episode, I feel like, for like ever. Yeah. Yeah. It's it was, been a few months. In the, yeah, in the it has. You were like, I want to do a Nicolas Cage movie. I'm like, I don't think we're going to do one until Christmas. So. I actually thought of it. I was like, wait, this is a Nicolas Cage movie. I need to have Derek Feltner out. Because of- <laughs> yeah. Shout out to Jared Hibbs for uh, mentioning that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you had uh, put it on the on the Facebook, and I think he had commented like, "I think Derek Feltner should talk about the or asked said he questioned something about me in it." And I was like, "Yeah, I'm totally. I love Nick mm-hmm. Cage. Yeah, he's, yeah. Jared's he's, our biggest fan. Yeah, he is. We li- pretty much mentioned him every episode. <laughs> I've listened to every episode except uh, the planes, trains, and automobiles because shocker, I have not seen. That oh, movie. oh my get out god! There. I know. Shut get out there up. and see it. It's crazy. In fact, I'm gonna let you leave here with a copy of it. You go home and watch it, and then I'll oh. catch up with you some other time, and we'll go get it back Excellent. from it. Absolutely. So. All right, guys. All right, guys. Thank you so much for uh, listening and enjoy the rest of your holiday season. Happy and please, holidays. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Merry Happy Christmas. holidays. <laughs> Do they know Happy. it's Christmas time at all? You're welcome. I was going to try to sing the song that what's his. Oh, speaking of sing the song, we need to have a clip to go out with. <laughs> yeah. um, whatever the hell that song was that he sings. Three the- coins and a fountain. <laughs> Each oh, let's do this one. All right, we're going to leave with this clip. Oh, you can't get to heaven. If you don't hold still. Everybody. And if you move. Uh, if you move. You're going to get killed. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Merry Christmas, everybody. Bye, guys. <laughs>